0: is uh, Kyle Morgan. I'm a local lawyer here here from Winnipeg. The next witness is uh, James Erskine. Good afternoon. Can I just get
1: you to uh, spell your name, sir? It's J-A-M-E-S. Last name is E-R-S-K-I-N-E. And your full name is? James Matthew Erskine.
0: And you uh, promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help me God. Uh, Where are you from, sir? Winnipeg. You lived here your whole life yes sir and you have children three and uh can you just tell us a little bit about uh, what you were doing for work during the uh, covid period i guess starting in 2020.
1: yeah i was uh employed as a police officer in winnipeg uh, city of winnipeg i was employed uh, since 2011 february Um, so i was i was working at that as a constable uh during during the first well first part of covid
0: okay and what what do you recall about uh what happened to your employment when covid started unrolling
1: well um i was uh for the most part going along to get along Um, but what what happened with the police in general is that uh we were given um not not necessarily a vaccine mandate but a uh we were told that we would need to provide proof of vaccination or uh that we would be essentially subjected to um, totally different treatment than the rest of our peers. Uh, that treatment being um, uh, three times a week, going for testing on our own time, um, and um, and wearing masks when no one else was wearing masks.
0: And when, when did this policy come about? Do you recall exactly when that might have been?
1: Yeah, November 15th, 2021.
0: Okay, and I understand that uh, you had some difficulty following those requirements, <laughs> is that right?
1: Um, well, I wouldn't have had difficulty had I decided to do it, but, <laughs> but I, I, um, I, I, was, I was not going to be doing it uh, because I believed a it was um, a gross uh, miscarriage of, of um, our rights and freedoms uh, to, to have to tell the rest of our peers what exactly was going on with our own personal medical statuses. And uh, and secondly, um, I, I believe that what was going on in the in Canada, especially as a whole, uh, was was extremely problematic. Uh, coming from a, a background where I was I was there in my in, in my belief to serve the, the public, not not to uh, contribute to to uh, tyrannical to measures. I don't
0: know if I, if I can ask you, um, are you somebody that was vaccinated in general with other vaccines? generally speaking yeah so you didn't have a bias against being vaccinated not at all was there something that caused you uh, some concern about uh, the vaccines that were available in canada at the time
1: there was a number of things that caused me concern Um, the good doctors that we've just been listening to and and uh, professionals that we've been listening to uh, have outlined a lot of the things that uh, whether i was aware of the the entirety of them uh, at the very beginning um, I, I certainly became aware of much of, of that, those bits of information over the mm-hmm. time that uh, that COVID was uh, presented to us. Um, but I would say that the, the biggest uh, thing that stood out to me is is the um, uh, it had it had every ring of, um, for lack of a better term, organized crime. Uh, it, it 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 looked like. <laughs> <laughs> It looked like a. It looked to me like it had all of the markers that I would be suspicious of if I was looking at an organization that was um, being uh, ob- obfuscating the truth and uh, trying to come uh, come across with a, an agenda. Can
0: you just tell us a bit about uh, your salary and and the types of benefits you're getting as a police officer? I Certainly. I-
1: um, well, I was I was a full um, uh, senior constable, so I had. Uh, I, I was just just prior to uh, all of all of these things going down in 2021. I, w- I had been asked to be a field trainer. Um, I was getting to a point in my career where I was uh, I was looking towards uh, my a promotion if I could uh, if I could get that. And I think I had pretty good uh, standing as, uh, as as a cop. I, I had uh, a very good um, work ethic, very good reviews, uh, 650 career rests somewhere around there um i had made i was the second in my class in terms of uh, marks um and and so uh, what what happened with me is that uh, because because i refused to give those things i was ultimately locked out of my police station uh, that i was working in um i was sent home without pay uh, with what they uh what did they what did they term it non-disciplinary quote-unquote non-disciplinary unpaid leave Uh, i wasn't allowed access to my um, my holiday time i wasn't allowed access to my bank time i wasn't allowed access to any of the time that i had rightfully uh, earned Uh, i was just sent home Paycheck stopped and uh, a short time later uh, i I quit uh, because i knew that if i quit they would at least have to ostensibly they would have to pay out those things and um and so, what has happened since is that I've lost um, well, eleven years of my life, basically. Uh, though I, though I think that I did, I hope that I did some good in that time. Um, I've lost the the pension that I would have had after twenty five years. Uh, uh, certainly, I got a payout uh, for for portions of it, but not not in the same amount. And and what I've done uh, with my family is I've gone from um, a career of making roughly a you know one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year. Um, that's I'm just telling you because police salaries are online you can look them up and uh, and I'm our, our we're we're roughly a third of that now
0: um, did you ever try to work out a compromise or any type of accommodation rather than tell us a bit about that
1: um, well a number of letters were sent um, a number of email communications um, we had attempted to uh, go through our union uh, to to fight the uh, The measures that they were taking um, Interestingly our, our union president uh, was not just figuratively, but literally in bed with um, one of the executive uh, It was a uh, Common law and I don't mean in a in a I don't mean in a you know Despicable way so to speak uh, other than uh, you know, they, they were they were common law uh, so you know a, a an out in the open uh relationship but in any case i'm i'm I'm, I'm sure that that has potential to play play into into the uh the desire of a a union to fight for its its people um when the union didn't help us we've also uh, sought measures to go through the labor board Uh, the labor board shrugged us off Um, there was a number of well Without getting into it. There's a number of lies in the in our in the labor board's response to me um, One of the things that I said to them in my complaint was that um, this this these measures had been the single cause of why I had I had quit and uh, They came back and their response was that um, There was no evidence to say that that's why I had quit and so if they're not going to take me at my word about why I'm quitting we kind of have a problem with um, sort of a, a due process when it comes to seeking out uh reparations for for problems
0: were there any other um of your co-workers that had a similar experience Do you know
1: quite quite a number um i was actually fortunate in terms of um being on a shift where i had a lot of co-workers who were very supportive and and who were uh also going through the same kind of steps that i was going through um so but overall in the, overall in the police service i i'm i understand that that um i, I think about 96 percent of them were were vaccinated so i was in 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 a lot of ways a, an outsider but at the same time my peers weren't the ones who were necessarily um looking down on me it was the organization uh, from the top down uh
0: you had mentioned that um i guess the policy had been uh, differential treatment for those that didn't get the vaccine Correct. and uh, testing is that
1: right yes testing and um, and we would have to wear masks everywhere um, so the, the police had been um, the way I understood it uh, reading all of the various um, health orders the police had been exempted from some of them in, in order to carry on police business um, that being said, uh, the chief of police still has um, you know the authority to give us orders and that kind of thing and so um, there was there was a point in time where basically when we were at least in the office in, in our cruiser cars we weren't required to be masked hundred percent of the time um, it was more when we were in public or at the court or at the hospital uh, and that faded away um, in the in the sort of summer to To late summer months of 2021 and uh, folks were folks were just going about business as normal in the stations except for those who wouldn't declare their status uh come november 15th uh, Mm -hmm. were required to wear masks and in in a certain sense identify themselves by doing that
0: and you mentioned the testing can you tell us a little bit about what was going on with the testing
1: Well, the the testing was uh, a very interesting thing because it wasn't uh, done by, say, a nurse or even a, um, you know, one of the health uh, uh, administrators for the city or anything like that. It was done uh, at an off-site place. It was done in front of some other city worker, whether it was, um, you know, somebody who was working for transit or somebody who was working for works and ops who had uh, no training in any sort of health. and they would they would be administering these tests. They would be you know correcting us, telling us how far up your your nose you had to stick this thing. Now I never went for this because i i <laughs> i didn't want to, i didn't want to be doing that. But uh, this is all information I I, I would get get from from coworkers and that kind of thing. So,
0: um, I I'd, I'd ask you, looking back on everything that's happened, uh, what do you think should have been done differently? With the way this, uh, I guess COVID was handled, I guess in your organization or in society at large, what do you think?
1: I, I thought about that question. Uh, you and I had a brief conversation on the phone prior to me coming here, and, and um, I knew that might have been one of the questions that I was going to be asked. And I, I think there's a little bit of a there's a there's a there's a little bit of a hard hard answer to that question. It, it, I, I look at it like. Um, Again, I look at this like crimes. The, the, the this is this is a, a very akin in my mind to a whole, a, whole liturgy, a litany of crimes, whether it's an assault or a coercion or a um, uh, an intimidation or or anything like that. Um, and and you know in a I would say in the truest sense, the, the the best thing that I can compare what was done to people crime-wise is is a, a sexual assault and, a, and a, an egregious one, and it's because uh, the the integrity of a person's body is is I think paramount to um, to their their um, to respecting that person, and so um, and I, I'm not saying this to to, um, to belittle or any any anything any any person who's been a, a Uh, a victim of a sexual assault or any of any sort. But I I would see those as being akin. You're introducing something into the body that 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 person doesn't necessarily want in the body and you're using coercive means or threats in order to do it. And I think that that's a very, very serious, serious offense. Um, So asking what should have been done differently the next time is a little bit like asking um, how the rapist should have been, should have acted differently and it's Mm -hmm. um, I I would say that the the ultimate truth about it is is that none of this should have happened the way that it happened
0: I I think those are all the questions I have I don't know if the commissioners have anything thank you for uh, giving your time
1: thank you for the opportunity
0: Yep. Is that... Uh, Sorry. Janice. Yep. Go ahead. Uh. I just want to ask, and I know that you just kind of alluded that you have three children. How did the three children... Uh, um, how were they impacted? Because they would have seen you and your employer at odds over this. And possibly, I don't know how the mandates came down here in the education system, but possibly they were uh, under the same scrutiny and mandates within the school system. So... How did that kind of affect the family as a as a whole
1: well uh, there's a whole bunch of different levels to that answer Um, my my children were in a private school Um, my wife my wife was working at the time and and was able to pay for the private school out of her wage Uh, she lost her job soon into the um the pandemic um, so we, we weren't able to continue paying, so what we decided to do, because more and more measures were coming into the school system, was to homeschool our children. Um, that 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 brings a whole bunch of... We we're very thankful that we made that choice, um, but it brings a whole lot of different things to a family, uh, especially when you have... I've got a, a child who's uh, nearly 18 now. He's turning 18. I've got a, a child who's 15. Uh, I've got a uh, uh, you know and then I've got a younger boy and part of what it did was change my wife's uh, day-to-day because now she's taking care of three kids Um, it took my kids away from their their friends Um, it took uh, it it just it changed our lives in innumerable immeasurable ways
0: and now that you see that the mandates have been lifted to some extent is it are you able to converse within the family about these things in a way that makes sense
1: Um, we we didn't ever pull any punches with our kids about being honest with them about what was going on um, and why we were making the the decisions that we were making Uh, it's hard to again it's hard to tell a 16 year old or or 17 year old that they've got to come out of school and, and hang around with their you know goofy parents for 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 a year or an undetermined amount of time i mean that was part of the problem at the time is looking back you can say well it was it was a year it was a year and a half kind of thing but we didn't know that going into it and i didn't know that going into it when i decided to quit either Uh, the all of the mandates were lifted shortly after i quit but i didn't know that it was get it had been getting worse and worse and worse and so speaking with our children i think the The saving grace is that we've kind of given them a little bit of a, um, a sheltered space where they're not necessarily having to go out in public and be told um, every every seven seven seconds you know you've got to pull your mask up or you got to you know wash your hands or you got to do you know these these kind of things that are traumatizing to kids, um, but it, it's it's a give and take you know it's 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 had negative effects but we've managed to re uh, We've we've managed to pull some positives out of it too, I think.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Any other questions?
1: Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you very much, sir.
0: So if we can have Shea Ritchie come to the stand.